this is actually my first time. No, 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 it's, it's, it's my first time uh, since my uh, first time, yeah, so it's second. So do you not want to do this? No, I, I do. Okay. <laughs> Where's my big guy? Oh, no. Just for your own edification, I just want you to know I'm not embarrassed. This is human nature, human nature at its best. Uh, your mother and I have been known to get the frisky. Not so much anymore, but this is uh, perfectly natural. I got cookies! Ah! Honey, no, honey, no, 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 no. I'm going to take her to the car, honey. What's going on here? Hi, Daddy. Daddy. Stifler, Nadia, Oz, Vicky. Kevin, Michelle, Finch, Jessica, Heather, Jim, and Jim's dad. And this other time at band camp? Jim? You're really here. Times change. People change. But friends and family are forever. I'm Jim's dad. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, this must be uh, your daughter here. That's, uh, I didn't get her name, but hopefully my son did. American Pie 2. What's up, y'all? I'm Nolan. Stacy Glover. Melanie. And you're listening to Cinema Parlor. Summer is the type of year where... Type of season... In a year. In a year. Time of year? Time of year where it's hot, humid. What do you get at? I know a lot of you all out there love this time of year. But for me personally, it's not a fave. It doesn't mean we can still have some fun with summer movies. Can't still. We can still. Can still. Yes. Thank you. What are we drinking today? Traditionally, jungle juice would be served in a kiddie pool or a large tub or a large cooler Mm -hmm. where you pour everything into it. All the cheapest liquors that kids can afford. Bottom shelf. It's bottom shelf. So it would be like your aristocrat vodka. Admiral Nelson's. Admiral Nelson, your Everclear. Pour all the alcohol you can. All (laughs) the clear liquors into a large container. With ice, and then you pour a ton of pink lemonade or Kool-Aid and juice, fruit punch, mm-hmm. mix it all together. That was your jungle juice. And they, people would put fruit in it sometimes, sure. but a lot of times it would be like canned fruit cocktail. Those and good college vibes Mix right it all there. together, and then you just dip and go. That yeah. way you have a vat of mm-hmm. alcohol. You cannot taste any of the alcohol in it. It does taste like juice. Mm-hmm. This is a pineapple orange juice blend. White rum and then uh, coconut rum. I did equal parts. Uh, a little bit. Typically you would do a lemonade or something like that, but I know you don't love super citrusy, or acidic, I should say. Right. So I did a bubbler, which is like a sparkling yeah. water. It's really good. Yeah. Now it's like a bougie brunch thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the things are like, yeah, this is for like your garden party. It was wild to me. I'm like, this started as a cheap way for teenagers to get hammered at parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love where it's ended up. Yeah. You get hammered so yeah. someone can touch you in your naughty spot. And as we know, we are, we live in a college town and we all had our college days. Melanie, you didn't, you didn't drink a lot. So no. you don't have like a drink of choice, like a party no, well, okay, so here I would say my quote-unquote party phase, but it was for two summers, and it was very, I've never been a 
person who enjoys being at a house party. I have a lot of anxiety, and I don't like being around that many people in a closed space like that. And mm. it's not my favorite thing. This sounds so bumpkin, like country. The place that we would go is called the Pavilion. A pavilion like you'd see at a park yeah. with, like, benches and tables under it. And it was out in the middle of nowhere next to a place called Hootentown. Mm, yeah. Nice. So people would be like, we're going to go to Hootentown, and you knew it was on. <laughs> So, nice. yeah, but no, I wasn't a party kid. I moved out when I was super young, so I had my own place whenever I feel like people were going through, like, house parties. Mullen, your drink of choice? I didn't party in high school. Once I got into college, mm-hmm. before I turned 21, I did a little... We we did have the one before we turned 21. We had, like, a, a house party where it was, like, all of us friends. That's right. We got hammered. But it was a sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> all dudes. Bud Light. Coors Light type thing. And probably some vodka. I probably brought like a bottle of bourbon or something. My cousin loved, still, I don't know if he still does. He loved screwdrivers. So definitely orange juice, vodka. Stacy and I would party a lot at a house that a couple guys we were really good friends with. Probably the the night I remember most, it would have been a St. Patrick's night. And I got messed up probably the worst I ever have. We were drinking... Punishers that night, which was just vodka and Sprite. We called it. It was lemon vodka and Sprite. Lemon vodka and Sprite. Because it yeah. sneaks up on you. That's right. Yeah. And it, like, you could not taste like it just the alcohol like in that. Yeah. And yeah, so I got pretty messed up on those. And then we used to smoke hookah a lot. When you're talking hookah, you mean strictly tobacco? Just tobacco. Not, yeah. yeah. I wasn't opposed to weed, but I didn't know that. This was going to be spiked with weed. That's what I meant. It, yeah. It's important for the story to uh-huh. know that you guys were used to smoking normal hookah right. tobacco. Normal normal shisha. Sh- hookah shisha out of yeah. a out of a hookah. Yeah. And so this night, yes, it was spiked with weed, and I did not know that, and I wasn't told that. And then someone had like a bottle of Crown Royal. I just stole it. Like, it wasn't mine. I had stolen that, and there was some type of hip-hop that was being played in the living room area. And it spoke to you. And everyone was in other rooms. I went in there by myself with this bottle, and I was just drinking it, dancing by myself to this hip-hop, which I can't tell you what was playing. I was feeling it. I love you know? that. I would get, what, what is the little bottles, the 750 milliliter oh, yeah. bottles? Mm-hmm. So I would do, like, a bottle of bourbon. What are those trashy, like, like steel reserve? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I get like two or three of those <laughs> and like that would get me good for the night. Yeah. My body reacts very negative to a, I get very sick and hungover. I'm tipsy and then if I get drunk, hungover immediately. Yeah. It's not fun. Can't do yeah. binge drinking. I, I'm that way like now. I, I'm I like drinking on the show. I like having a drink here and there. If I was to think about getting drunk, like I oh man, I'm gonna get messed up tonight. Bad choice. Don't do it. Immediately, like, yeah. I feel so bad the next day. Yeah. Well, like back in the day, it was like I could drink a fifth in a night. Yeah. Which was. Oof, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Someone say that's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love hearing your stories because I, again, I don't have, I never went to, like, I admit, didn't live in a dorm. You did. did you, mm-hmm. you never lived in a dorm. I never lived you? in a dorm. Yeah. So, Stacy, you lived in a dorm. Yes. And, like, you went to a lot of fratty type yeah. parties. I hung out with a vast different majority of people. My sisters were insane. One of the last times that I remember you talking about going out, you went somewhere with, you had your like really nice kicks on. Yeah. And it was like a bubble party. Yeah. And I just remember being like, where were you? A gay bar called Martha's. Mm-hmm. Great place. But uh, yeah, it was 
it was bubble night, and there was just like, <laughs> just it's exactly some, what you think. Some it bubbles is. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing, but like, yeah, we're just all just like in suds and sweat and suds yeah, everything. And... That sounds hot. I mean, it was during the summer, so I mean, it wasn't. It fresh. sounds hot. It, it it was hot, but not in a good way. Look, I was wearing my new Air Force Ones, you know. And you wear them there? Well, I didn't know it was going to... You didn't know it was bubble night. To bubble night. You know, I knew we were going to Martha's, but I didn't know it was bubble night. You should always expect to get ruined. Well, that means I can't wear anything anytime. Which, another party, I wore another nice pair of Air Force Ones I had at a New Year's Eve party a couple years ago. Her dog knocked a table over with, like, candles, and it just got wax all over my purple Air Force Ones. (laughs) I love that your friends won't allow you to have nice things. (laughs) dog food at a party once chris tried tried to make me eat a dog treat did you i didn't but he Were tried you inebriated at this point yeah okay and there was also porn being played why do boys watch porn together it's gonna sound creepy but it wasn't creepy my best friend growing up was a guy and we stayed over at each other's houses like we were mm-hmm. from with little kids we were best friends there was one time i went over to his house because he lived right next to school and i was coming to get him so we could go we were Probably, tw- like, 12, 13, somewhere in there. It was before high school, but we were uh, pre-teens. Mm-hmm. He was, there was, like, a bunch of other guys there. This is early in the morning, and they were all acting weird. And I, <laughs> like, when I walked in, I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, okay, we got to show you this, but, like, it's not weird. Uh-huh. It was, like, old 80s porn mm-hmm. with, like, tons of bush. And I was like, why are you guys watching this before school together? And then they were like, oh, that, that is weird. It just seemed like they were kind of dissecting, they were investigating some weird phenomenon. I've never enjoyed the public watching. of porn. <laughs> yeah, like that's always been a thing that I've never, you know, I gotta, I gotta know the story. My first ever experience of watching porn, pornography was with a group of men. It's common. A group of boys. I was a freshman <laughs> yeah. in high school. There was a sleepover with like 10 dudes, junior and senior guys. And so it was a mixture of like, it was mostly upperclassmen. And then me and my cousin who were both soft or no freshmen. I'm sorry. After the, their parents had like gone to bed or whatever. It's like hush hush times. Yeah. Was it Cinemax? No, no. This oh. was hardcore. Yeah. My first. Yeah. Because even the stuff that the guy showed me, it was like softcore. It was just a lot yeah. of hair. No, this was, this was hardcore. Now, granted, okay. Wait, okay, wait. Sorry. Yeah. I'm asking a lot of questions, but I just want to have the right mindset mm-hmm. for the story. Yeah. So, is this computer, is this a tape? This would be... So, this was what? 2001? If we were freshmen, it would have been 99. 99. So, this was probably VHS. Probably. Probably VHS. Okay. And it was on TV. We were all in the, the living room sleeping on, like, our... Pallets, whatever. Pallets or... Sleeping bags. Sleeping bags, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Brings it out. I was, like, half asleep... <laughs> and my cousin's like, dude, dude. Obviously, so I was like a freshman, you, so I've seen, seen nudity stuff, before, yes. Playboy or whatever, yeah, yeah. but I'd, I'd never seen actual vaginas. And also, it's like the first time you're seeing this is like sitting in a room watching porn with tons of dudes. What a time. So we're covering American Pie 2. Yes, we are. What tickled your fancy for this? So, I don't know. It's been kind of a tough summer for me personally, as far as work goes, and thought we could have fun talking about it. And so American Pie 2, 
this is from 2001, directed by J.B. Rogers. This is like one of those classic sequels where they're bringing everybody back from the from the original cast. They set it um, after their first year of college, and it's a summer movie. They try to bring back a lot of the tropes from the first one and relationships, but as they come to find, things aren't quite as easy as they once were. You film those growing pains. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy this movie for what it is. I don't think it's a very good movie, but I also like laugh at it. So like, I have a good time watching it. It's over long. It's not bad for a comedy sequel. And I do think the first one obviously is like a better movie. I, I, I don't think any of the American Pie movies are tech- actually very good, but I enjoy watching them. So I thought this would be one that would just be fun to cover and, and talk about. And F Summer. Let's get it over with. So, this movie came out when we were in high school. Yeah. I think we both watched this in the theater. Absolutely. I think we were working at the theater when this came out. Yeah. I was not old enough to see it. I think I saw the first three films in the theater. Uh, I, I, be- I believe I just saw two and three. I, the first one I never saw in theater because I was I would not have been allowed to go. That would have been between our eighth and freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I didn't get to see R-rated movies until I was actually, like, 16. As you said, this came out in, when we were in high school. you have fond memories of the franchise at all? Did they mean anything to you when these came out? Because, I mean, at the time, they, they were, were kind popular. of popular, and the whole sex comedy thing was, like, trying to make its way back I in the popular like culture. Before internet memes were a thing, the whole, like, having sex with a pie was, like, a meme before memes were sure. memes. I don't have, like, nostalgia for these films. I remember watching them in theaters. I think the first one's pretty decent. Of course, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. I think all the films need to be about 20 minutes shorter. It needs to be, like, 80 to 90 minutes. Like I think a tight 80 minutes mm-hmm. would have been way better. Yeah. A couple subplots yeah. you could cut. This is kind of a, a plotless movie. Like, it's kind of just everybody... Like, you go into different people's lives, but... Really, they're all just, like, hanging out in this lake house. The catalyst that gets the story in motion doesn't matter. For sure. American Pie 2, this summer, it's all about sticking together, all in caps. The whole gang are back, and as close as ever. They decide to get even closer by spending the summer together at a beach house. They decide to hold the biggest party ever to be seen, even if the preparation doesn't always go to plan. Especially when Stifler, Finch, and Jim become more close to each other than they ever want to be. And when Jim mistakes super glue for lubricant. This is from Letterboxd. Our cast, Jason Biggs as Jim. Did they not even mention Oz in that? They did not. They're really not in it that much. Their stories don't matter. Right. And the women don't matter in this movie either. Right. Oh, at all. Yeah. Uh, we have Thomas Ian Nichol, uh, Nicholas as Kevin. Rookie of the Year. That's right. Chris Klein as Oz. Sean William Scott as Stifler, Eddie K. Thomas as Finch, Allison Allison Hannigan as Michelle, Shannon Elizabeth as Nadia, Tara Reed as Vicky, Mina Savari as Heather, Natasha Leone as Jessica. I'll give also Eugene Levy a shout out as Jim's dad, and Chris Owen as the Shermanator. John Chow. And he's just John. Do you guys like this film? Yeah, like I said, I, you said it, it makes me laugh. I don't think it's a very good movie, but I, I think some of the the laugh set pieces, a couple of them I like, a couple of them are eh. 
quote unquote lesbians and the the boys touching each other so they will touch each other. I don't think that bit works that well. It's uncomfortable, but I don't know how well it works. Not because of boys doing sexual stuff. No, it's no. Like I mean, to make it it's just not awkward. that funny. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, to answer your question, I don't think it's a great movie, but I enjoy myself enough while watching it, but it is too long. Agreed. I went through all four of these last year for some reason. I would say the fourth one, American Reunion, it is, it's hard to get through. Um, there are some, obviously some funny moments because you have all your characters back, but it's pretty tough. I do like these movies. Like, yeah. they're dumb. They're stupid. Sure. There's stuff that does not work. Jokes that, even for when this release, are already out of vogue. So it's yeah. just kind of weird. I love a good teen sex comedy. Sure. One thing I, I will just point out that is kind of interesting about this series is as each movie goes on, more Stifler you get. So, like, in the first movie, Stifler is kind of, like, a small side character when his presence is on screen, like you feel it. Sean William Scott's really good at this role. The more you get of him, the kind of more it wears on you. And they also kind of change his character type a little bit and some of his actions. It's just, I don't know how much that works, but... Yeah, you need a smaller dose for yeah. it to be mm-hmm. potent. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think this movie has the right dose of Stifler. Are we ready to get into American Pie 2? Yes. We open up with Jim getting a friendly goodbye sex in college with uh, this random girl. I don't think we get her name. His sex, his second sexual experience. Jimmy is having a rough time in this one because I don't think he's very good at sex, and the reality is he's not. And I don't think 19-year-olds are good at sex. That's something that right? Jim should have understood. I, would, I mean, I don't know that we would be the people to talk about it, but I think generally, <laughs> yes, that would be the consensus. I don't think I was probably good at sex at 19... <laughs> We are understanding it's summer vacation. Their first year of college is ending. As uh, Jim is, you know, getting getting his swag on, Jim's mom and dad. The thing that kills me, sorry. Mm-hmm. The thing that kills me is it's a very clumsy sexual experience. Yeah. Because, again, you put my leg up and he goes, what? <laughs> like, he sounds so scared yeah. whenever she, and then she just, like, moves her leg up onto yeah. his shoulder. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh. And then he grabs her other leg and he's like, is this right? <laughs> It's just so... He does ask if this right if this is right So it's a lot. like, not only is he not confident, mm-hmm. but she is really just yeah. going for it, which is yeah, absolutely sexual attitude, but sure. it's a lot for a young man. Yeah. Jim's mom and dad come uh, to the dorm. Uh, there's this whole thing where Eugene Levy gets a key to his door and busts in on him having sex in his he, dorm room. He's bringing him beer. It's very he is. Sweet. He's got I like really, a little six pack with it. I love the whole... And each film has a little bit of this, like a moment with Jim yep. and Eugene Levy's character yep. where they, it's like, he's trying so hard to be such a cool, good yep. dad. So he's like bringing his underage kid beer and he's like, yep. we're going to have beer together. And the whole thing is like, <laughs> I wanted to, my father picked me up and That's gave right. me a beer and said, you're a man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same That's for right. my son. Yep. And he walks in with his son, just like <laughs> about to orgasm. And as he legs up a kimbo <laughs> from this girl. As he does, like he drops the beer and just the beer goes everywhere as Jim's about to come. It's yeah. great, you know. After Jim's dad busts in, then oh, I did they do give the lady's name. Her name is Natalie. So yes, Natalie's parents also bust in as well. Look, just just a rough time for old Jimmy and Natalie. Next up we see what uh Oz Stryker and Stifler are up to with their college life. Stryker? Oz Stryker. 
That's what they call him, or that's what Stifler calls him in the movie. That's his name? So the Oztriker thing comes from the first movie because they played lacrosse. Lacrosse. And so Stiffer, Stiffer. I keep calling him Why Stiffer. Why do you keep saying Stiffer? Old Stiffer. <laughs> so yeah, so Stiffler will have these random nicknames. So like for Oz, it's Oztriker, and for Finch, it's Shitbrick. Mm-hmm. It appears, now I don't know, did you guys get this? Are all of them going to the same college together? No. No. So it seems like Ozzy, Stifler, and Kevin are all at the same college? Possibly. Maybe. But Jim is at a different place. Jim's at his own thing. Yeah. Okay, so we also meet Kevin here, and we see, like, what's going on with him. We cut back. We find out that Jim is still longing for Nadia from the first movie. The one who got away from old Jimmy. Kevin and Finch, we meet up with them as well. Nolan, do you got a one that got away? I have one that I crushed on for a long time, but she's no longer available, so. Did she get away? I guess, well, I never really had her. So, I mean, there was a girl in high school I really liked, but but girls come and go, man. What are you going to do? Kevin and Finch, they enter as well. We're all at a bar. No, we're at like a hot dog place, right? Talking about their summer plans, and to start things off, they're going to have a beginning of summer bash at Old Stiff Meisters. Vicky and Jessica show up at the party. We remember them from the first movie. Why are the women in this movie? Good question. Probably just because we needed some well, female characters. Allison does she, play she, a, she plays a big part, she, but the other women? An important ingredient for any really good sex comedy, you need at least one relationship that feels has a little bit of sincerity to it. And I think that Jim and Michelle, mm-hmm. they actually, one, they're probably both the funniest parts. Right. Besides Eugene Levy. Like, each of them, I like both of those actors, and they're good at what they're doing. And whenever they have those moments of, like, actual sweetness, it's very cute. She does play a very important role. I'm fine with Nadia coming back. That's about it. Vicky and Kev kind of reunite. Kevin's having a hard time accepting that him and Vicky are just friends at this point. Rookie of the year? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's a real creeper in this film. He's super creepy. Kevin F's well, up a lot in this He's one. creepy in the first film, yeah, he too. Is. He is. He make yeah. But he is the catalyst for getting the story going in both of these films. Yes, he which is. Which is really weird because he is not even in the movie that much. It's true. But I think initially before Jason Biggs kind of took off. He had that loser movie with Mina Savari that he did, right? Jason Biggs did. Yeah. The loser. Is she the girl in that too? Yeah. Really? She's, yeah. She's having an affair with her professor. And... Greg Kinnear is the professor. Amy Heckerling directed it, so, yeah. It started off, though, the dude that plays Kevin, it seemed like he was meant to actually be the lead character, not Jim. Thomas Ian Anderson? Is that that guy's name? Yes, I think Mm -hmm. so. Rookie of the Year? Yes. Yep. But it's been a while since I've seen the first one, but that was kind of my impression, that he was actually more meant to be our lead. But it, I don't know if just the Jim character was the most iconic, yeah. him and Stifler, right. so then they made them a bigger deal for yeah. the sequel. I don't know. It definitely, in that first one, they all seem like they have bigger roles to play as a There's group. There's more of a story. Right. There's equal screen time. Sure. Yes. But Pie Fucker has always been... Number one. Number one. Right. Sure. Well, and that's the thing, is like, in that first movie, Jim had the, the big gag moments always happen to him. Well, the pie and Nadia. In the video, right. And so they kind of just ran with that. Finch, obviously, was kind of looked down on as, like, kind of a loser in the first movie. But at the end of the movie, 
He has sex with Stifler's mom. Jennifer Coolidge. That's right. And he is now a god. I think Finch is the most attractive of all these guys. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, not close. Yeah. And it's not, like, his attitude, like, I went to school with a guy that acted a lot like this, who... He he seemed cute enough, but like right. he was annoying as hell. Sure, D bag. I read Kurt Vonnegut. Like I, mm-hmm. I get it. You're very smart. Get away from <laughs> me. Yeah. I think in the third movie he like quotes Voltaire. Yeah. Oh no, he he does. <laughs> Jesus. And and that guy yep. read Voltaire, and that's all I could think about. Love it. Whenever I saw that movie, uh-huh. I was like that fucking guy. <laughs> Anyways, most handsome of these these boys. Sure, I think I can. Sean William Scott would be handsome. The wardrobe and the hair is tragic in this film. My next thing I wrote down was, you know, we talked, his bowling shirt is unfortunate. Stifler's wardrobe, and I don't know how bad it is in the first one, because again, I don't remember it that well. His wardrobe in this is out of control, and I don't even Mm -hmm. think it's it's time, it's regulated to the time. I think it's just, they were trying to make him look like a D-bag, and they succeeded. Yeah, absolutely. Do you (laughs) feel like Red Number... We're not doing this. has Has a Stifler's... Mom vibe to it. You've picked up strike two for the day. <laughs> when it was one? Before we started recording. What the fuck? That's right. Nolan. Yes. Have you had a romantic rendezvous with a mom? I have not. An, but an I'm, older lady. I'm not opposed to it. But I haven't. There used to be somebody who went to school with us whose mom would flirt with me at the bar I when that. I was of bar age. That's right. I always thought it was really funny. Yeah. Why is that funny? Was she attractive? Oh! Oh, she was stabbed. <laughs> the audience can't see, but Nolan just motioned as if he was holding two giant cantaloupes uh-huh. in his hands. So, yes, I guess she was attractive. I would never, but it was very funny. Why sure. would you never? I think that's... Honestly, here's the thing. Well, I mean, if you were underage, that would that's a different story. But if you were no, of age... I, was, I mean, I was 21 because I was at the bar. I'm saying, so I was so 21. If she, if she was of age and available, I don't know if there was a man in her life, but, you know... Why not? I don't really remember. There wasn't. You should have gone for it. <laughs> Thanks. No one you would have. Oh, hell yeah. Would you? For sure. Huh. Last thing I'm going to say about this party, Stifler takes a golden shower. This is kind of kinky. And I like that. Oh, that's it. Bathe the Stiffmeister. Oh. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> How did you get it so nice and warm? Ah. Oh. I can taste the bubbles. Uh. Actually, I can't. A lady's going to give him a nice champagne bath, I that's guess. That's right. She gets knocked out by a plant. Yep. John Chow just takes a, a pee off his, I don't know, the second story there's, or whatever. Yeah, there's a terrace. It's very sex positive in that he asks if she's consenting because she's been drinking. That's true. He well, he acknowledges it, the rules. He says it in the douchiest way, but yeah. he does ask. I like this gag. It goes along with the gag from the first movie of him drinking Kevin's cum out of the beer glass. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, another bodily fluid yeah. gag for, for old Stiffmeister. This is kind of random. So, this basically sets up the rest of the movie. For another callback here, we have the Casey Affleck character makes a reappearance as Kevin's brother. In the first movie, he's the one that finds the, uh, or doesn't find, he tells Kevin where to find the book on how to properly go down on a woman, if I, I believe he, I am. Yes, he he gives them all the knowledge yes. and sets course of the sex bet. The sex That's bet. right. 
So in this you one, you love a good sex bed. Hell yeah, I love a good sex bed. I'm all about that shit. And in this, in this one, uh, he basically. Do you remember asking us if we have been a part of a sex bed on this that, episode? That, yeah, know, or on the show? It was on the She's All That episode. That's right. The thing you ask us first in that episode, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering clearly, is. So, have you guys uh, ever been a part of a sex bet? Yep. No one has been a part of a sex bet. <laughs> it was a great question, though. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, in this movie, Casey Affleck's back, and he just tells... For two seconds. For two seconds, tells Kevin about a lake house, and they're like, hey, you know what? You guys are having rough times. Get together in this lake house for the summer, and... You're going to figure out the meaning of life here. Do you wish that you had a younger brother that you could steward in these ways? Many times. Or if I just had an older brother that could have steward, stewarded that me in the right ways. That probably would have been better for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I love my sisters completely, but sometimes I do wish I could have had a brother. Just on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. Can't win them all. You got me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you said that so underwhelming. You have a younger brother. Did you steward him in the ways? I had to give him the sex talk. Nice. Oh, did your parents make you give him the sex talk? Uh-huh. Did he not know about it or He's already he was already like neck deep. Neck deep. Oh, so it, you were more of like Slow it down. Hone hone mm. this boy's wild urges. Just like, I don't know if I'm the person to do this. Mm-hmm. So how did that conversation go? I think it was more of a like you should probably know their name. Solid brotherly advice. I like it. Thank you. Kevin tells them they gotta do this, or I'm sorry, Casey Affleck's character tells them they gotta get this lake house and have a boy's summer break. Nadia coming to visit Jim at the end of the summer. Jim realizes, as we talked about earlier, he's no good at sex. He's gotta learn the ways so he can show Nadia that he is good at sex and she'll wanna continue to have sex with him. Her whole thing is that he is a dork and yeah. inexperienced. She does. She, it seems like she wouldn't really care. No. But that, he's so intimidated I, by her. No, it seems like she would be more enticed yeah. mm-hmm. if he was a bumbling idiot. Sure. She'd be like, I don't know that girls actually would want to hear about like a mm-hmm. guy just plowing through a bunch of girls right. over the summer. Sure. So it's like, so they can get yeah. good. And look, Nadia's seen what happened to Jim the first one, you know? She's already aware. She knows what she's dealing with here. She's she, down. Yeah. Well, she's, like, more mm-hmm. into it, Yeah, it seems. Yeah, for sure. So it doesn't make any sense. But also, boys being neurotic, yeah. I get it. I, I'm there a lot in life. A lot of neuroses at the young age. For sure. And, um, and for some, it doesn't get better when you get in it, your 30s. Sometimes it gets worse. <laughs> but also, I think just anybody... <laughs> like, sexual things, it's like, it can be so awkward, and there's so much pressure, mm-hmm. especially when you're younger. So. Yeah, for sure. Jim finds out about some a band camp happening. He's been thinking of Michelle. So he so, wants to get intel on like feedback. Yeah. Like, how was it? Give me a survey. Was I as bad as I think I was? And immediately, yes. Which yes, she was. This is true. Kids that are in the arts. Theater and band, wild. Michelle uh, is going to let Jim, well, she she's tells gonna, Jim how bad he was at sex. And she's going to steward gonna, him. Yeah. She's going to She's going to be him. that teacher. Yeah. That's the right. sexual... Yep. Professor. That's right. Nolan, do you wish you had a sexual professor? I do. Still, yeah. Someone help me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone help me. (laughs) If there's anyone out in our listening audience who wants to help me 
It sounds like you're saying sexual favor whenever you say sexual help. It's not okay. Please do not solicit our listeners. No. I didn't. Oh, we're moving on. Let's go to Jim as Petey. All men fail. It's a big staple of 90s humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We'll leave it at that. Uh, He's impersonating someone who has disabilities. That's right. Just say that in the nicest way possible. Not as offensive as it could be, sure. but it's not good. Right. Tough, tough go for Jim. We're back at, so we're at the lake house now. They throw another party early on in the summer. I wrote down the Shermanator shows up and he has like nasty flame shorts on. Um, All the stuff the yeah. guys are wearing is terrible. Yeah. Hair was is, then, was now. The hair is, the hair is awful. The hair is real bad. The hair is so bad. Everybody's sure. hair is really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's all bad. It's all bad. Oz and Heather. Heather has gone away to Europe, we assume, for the summer. You know that she went to Europe mm-hmm. because whenever she's leaving <laughs> in the airport, she's got a book in her satchel that says Europe. That's right. So yep. she's she's leaving. So they keep trying to have the phone stuff. Yeah, so, you know, obviously they're away from each other. They're horny. They need each other. They want each other. So they try some phone sex, and it's not working for them, because every time they do it, they get interrupted. Nolan, have you ever tried to jerk it through jeans? I've got hard through jeans before. It hurts, but I've never tried to jerk it through jeans, and I can't assume it would be pleasurable. Jeans are the great boner suppressor. Yeah. Can I tell you guys a really weird thing? Of course. Sure. I had a dream, kind of recent, where I, I, and it wasn't sexual. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a penis in it. I didn't see it. So it's. I just knew that yeah. I had one. Was it big? I felt strong. I became aware that I had a penis and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get an erection. And this then it's like a oh, porno no, no. game on steam. I know, but just listen, I had so much, it was a stress dream. I had so much uh. stress because I was like, I could just be anywhere and I could get an erection. And that's so humiliating. And then I was like, how do men live with penises? In the dream, I was freaking out. And I was just like... <laughs> Imagine being like 15, 16. Oh, yeah. You don't want boners. Thank God for denim. I was panicking in that dream. Sure. A lot of pressure. Yeah. The opposite sex is a scary thing for us that we don't... Which we don't know. Don't speak for me. Okay. I mean, you don't know what it's like to have a uterus. It's not... I like, would be terrified if all of a sudden I woke up with a vagina. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. You think I'm crazy? I didn't say anything. I'm just okay. sitting here. All right, fine. Waiting for you to get to the next vignette. All right, let's move it along. <laughs> Oz and Heather, they try some phone sex. It doesn't work out. Stifler ruins their phone sex. Have you ever had phone sex? No. You? No. I imagine, like, with cell phones, that'd probably be, like, different and easier, right? Sure. Well, because it would just FaceTime, right? Right. I mean, that's logical. <laughs> Stifler earlier in the film sees two ladies that live next door oh, to them. Oh, we haven't talked. They're working as house painters. They are. Two ladies live next door to them. Stifler being the man he is. They're painting their house. Yeah. They, he sees them together mm-hmm. and just assumes they're lesbians because they're two ladies doing things Well, together. they were holding hands and whatever. Right. Which sure. girls hold each sure. other's hands all the right. time. Like, There's not- also, I feel like... Girl on girl porno stuff was a big deal in the early two thousands. I feel like it's never not been a big deal, but continue. Agree. He sees them holding hands and he's yes. like the lesbian. And he's like, oh, lesbians. Yeah. And when they leave, Stifler gets the great idea as they're painting, he's like, I'm just gonna go ahead and let myself in their house and see what kind of what they got going on over here. Alright, now's my chance. I need confirmation. Stickler. Hey, man, what are you doing? Oh, 
Oh, go get him. You asked Stifler, get out. Stifler, Stifler. Stifler. Holy shit, dude, I found a dildo. <laughs> Stifler. Big blue rubber dicks for everyone. The people demand rubber dicks. Binge, help, binge. Dildo, dildo, dildo. And so he starts rummaging through their things. He finds a purple dildo. This is essentially a panty raid, but <laughs> yeah. like the updated version mm-hmm. of that, where he's just going through all of their stuff, and he finds a dildo immediately. Yep. And he's like, this, and he's like, <laughs> a lesbian relic. I'm looking for more lesbian artifacts. Where'd you get this? Finch's ass. It's really good. <laughs> well, he also calls the house. He goes, I'm in a lesbian stronghold. That's right. I'm in a lesbian stronghold. He says a lot of good things during this. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, so obviously, so he goes in there. He calls Jim because they've got walkie-talkies. They got walkie-talkies. Each other on Jim and Finch are trying to like, dude, you can't do that. So they, they're trying to get him out. They're like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. So they're all stuck in there. The ladies get back with their big gulps. Their big gulps, and the boys are caught. So they hide in a closet. With the dildo, obviously. Jason Biggs takes the dildo from Stifler and he holds it for a very long time. He does. They finally get caught. The ladies decide to mess with the guys. You want to see us like... It's tit for tat. So we will do a thing. You guys do a thing. The scene goes on way too long. Way too long. Just the situation would be funny. Yeah, for sure. Horny dudes just Mm -hmm. trying to like see something. Look. That's funny enough. Yeah. How far would you go now? When you're a teenager, you'll do a lot of things... Well, and there's, like, a lot of... I'm just saying, like, boys in general do mm-hmm. a lot of ass-grab stuff. I can't tell you how many times I got ass-grabbed. Oh, no, how many times has this man he caressed just, your inner thigh? He just did it again right now. Yeah. He's, he's slapping them. The way these boys are portrayed, it would not seem yeah, that it's way. Yeah, it's, it's, like, the comedy that they're playing for mm-hmm. here is, like, oh, gay stuff, yep. gross. Oh, this is mm-hmm. really weird. And it just doesn't... It's not funny. And yeah. not even because, like... You know, like, well, PC, whatever. It's just, it's not funny. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and it goes on too long. We're going to move on to the Michelle Branch montage, one of my personal favorite moments of the film, L. Yes. Because you're is pretty it takes you back immediately there's some good tracks here yeah. it's not as good as the first movie soundtrack it's not but it's it's pretty good yeah was not bad. wilder not to make it about this but mm. around the same time period yes. wilder that's sugar cult right yeah jim is trying to get ready for nadia he's trying to uh his training with michelle's yeah, doing some of that yeah. um we have finch trying to um tantric yeah do his his tantric stuff and we go through all the boys here. Good, good montage. Jim, during like through the little bit of this film here, has been getting postcards from Nadia. Her last one, she's, I think, is from Chicago. She's getting closer and closer to him because she's traveling across yep. the country. So after Jim reads this last postcard, like, you know, he's feeling his oats. And he's like, mm, you know what? I'm feeling like I maybe need a little me time. Uh, Stifler gave them all some porn. And giant. Big box porn. VHS cassette. Uh-huh. Yeah boxes they're huge yep so jim pulls his his porno out called pussy palace and uh he puts that vhs in stifler also gave him some lube earlier and this is a callback during the montage scene jim breaks a lamp and has to use some super glue to glue that lamp back together 
So that's on his bed, his nightstand. Because being a true right. teenage boy, he didn't put he it didn't back. Leave it up. He left yep. it on the nightstand next to the thing he was trying to That's fix. right. And he assumed it was lube. Which he clearly reads the lube packaging to. <laughs> says one to two drops yeah. mm-hmm. for your yep. pleasure, mm-hmm. for increased lubrication, whatever. <laughs> he, well, he doesn't, he starts off, he's just going to watch the porn. He's not going to do right. anything with the lube. And then mm-hmm. as he's watching the porn, these ladies in a tub... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He grabs for the lube and squirts a ton That's all right. over his hand. It's a Just lot. Just full splat. Full palmful. Yep. It's a lot of lube. It's not lube. It's a lot of super glue. And he just goes to town watching Pussy Palace. And uh, he mistakes it for the super glue. And he's, he's, he's stuck on there. The sound mixing for this part is so mm-hmm. awful. I hate it. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> there's way too much like... I'll say, like, sex slapping noises. Mm -hmm. It's very gross. And then when his hand, whenever he realizes, like, "Uh uh-oh, I can't move my hand anymore, it's like a a peeling and a crunch. It's a very crunchy sound. It is awful. While this is going on, Alien Ant Farm's uh, remake of uh, Smooth Criminal Criminal is playing. Great. I think this is a really funny set piece and a good use of music. Stacy, while we were watching this, you mentioned physical comedy of Mr. Biggs here. Yeah. And I think he you make a good point that he's, I think he's underrated. A, a pretty good physical comedian in these movies. Yeah. I really like this scene. I think it's really funny. It's one of my favorites in the film. The escalation of everything too, like so not only is it him gluing himself, the having pussy palace just stuck on his Because he he <laughs> All the guys wake up in the house and they're like, Jim, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm fine. Everyone's yep. fine. Go back to sleep. And they're like, Stifler's like, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to beat your ass, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Go back to sleep. And he takes Pussy Palace out <laughs> and it's immediately stuck to his other hand. Yep. So one hand is glued to him. Yep. And the other one's got Pussy Palace on it. That's and right. And then he, he calls, he calls to, poison control. Yeah. He's like, what do I do about this situation? And they say paint thinner. It's a paint thinner. So he tries, he climbs up the top window because he can't open the neighbors door. see. Neighbors see, call the police. Yeah, so it's a, it's a whole situation for Jimmy. And it goes the right length. Uh, Jim's dad, as he always is, is there for him. How you doing, son? I've been better. Uh. Meets him in the hospital, yeah. emergency room, wherever he's at. And then his dad also is his wingman speaking to the doctor. Yeah. Beach parties in a week. Nadia's coming. Oh. Oh. Doctor, my, my son has a party in seven days, and uh, there's a young lady coming that he's been waiting to... He's been waiting to get with. I'd tell your son to keep his pants on during that party. Oh, yes, yes, I know. Believe me, I will be doing that. Goes without saying. But if his pants decide to come off during the party, could he have full use of his... Um, we need that to be seven days. We need to shave a couple days mm-hmm. off of that. And the so, doctor yeah. gives him medication. He gives him some type of cream or something. He's like, this should shave a couple days off. And he walks away. And one of my favorite lines is you, after he does that, Eugene Levy goes to Jim and he just goes. That's good news. This has been a good news day, son. Eugene Levy, I just wrote again, rules as Jim's dad. So. Yeah. 
there was a phone call that that was made to Stifler. Finch is of the opinion that it was Stifler's mom. He's been anticipating Stifler's mom so that's coming what to he's visit the whole summer. The whole summer, it. he's been yeah. practicing mm-hmm. the tantric meditations to prolong his orgasm and pleasure. And, yep. Uh, the whole reason why he does that too is at the very beginning he sees a tantric book in her room yep. when, when Stifler chases mm-hmm. him out uh-huh. of the house. That's right. A car pulls up and it turns out it's just Stifler's brother. Mini Stifler. Mini Stifler. We get some more Heather and Oz trying phone sex again and failing. Nadia shows up and she shows up early because Jim was not expecting her for a few more days. Uh, so she shows up, but he still has his busted penis. Have you ever had a busted penis? I have not, but I heard a story of a guy we went to school with that once did. Uh, actually broke his dick. Legendary bodybuilder Frank Zane broke his dick. Man. And had to almost miss the Olympia. It was the Olympia that Arnold came back and won while he was prepping for Conan. That's gotta be... He slipped on the side of the pool Ooh. and busted his urethra That's on the side. unfortunate. I could never imagine having... Question. A if, dick injury like that, like a dick cast. So, yeah. the, it's, it's publicized enough to where you you know what happened to his, his penis. Yeah. Would you have changed that story? <laughs> yeah, it was a sexual, I was having crazy sex and... Uh, hmm. this happened. You want it to be, I hit it on a pool? There's not a right or wrong answer. I'm just How asking you, what you would. I don't know. I just think it's kind of weird to be like, I broke my dick off in that vagina. No, no, no. More acrobatic sexual experiences. Uh-huh. I think that it could definitely be whichever way you fall on mm. the sexual spectrum. I think mm-hmm. it could definitely happen in any type of encounter. Sure. The For Frank sure. Zane story, that's a horrific story in my heart. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't I don't feel great after hearing that. You're concerned you're scared of pools. I don't want to go to a pool. I also have like a weird like shaking tinge in my body where I'm just like thinking of it and I'm like, well, I've thing. seen you rack yourself on a sign. I mean, I've, I've hurt my groin before a few times, and it hasn't ever felt I, you great. You shouldn't go to a public pool just because they're disgusting. Not right. because... Did you say it never has felt great? That's right. Your dick. No, racking it. The times I've injured it. You both have pretty significant penis We've had penis rough trauma. times, yeah. Mine was testicle trauma, not penis well, trauma. M- mine's mostly been testicle trauma. But my, my dick did get destroyed by a fence once. <laughs> I like that this is the third episode in a row mm-hmm. where there's a, a healthy amount of dick talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cinema parlor. Subtitle. Dick talk. Because Nadia's back, Jim and Michelle have devised a plan to kind of make it where Nadia is not going to want to F him for a few more days. No, no. They, they're putting it under the, the guys that Michelle and Jim have started dating. Right. He's this amazing boyfriend, and then they're going to break up, and she's going to say right. all these complimentary things, so that way Nadia's going to be like, I want to F him. Yep. That's the whole and thing. And then he's going to have that penis healed, and he's ready, ready, to, to, go. ready to go. Yeah. Night of this this party that Stifler is going to have yeah. at the end of the summer. We get another montage, Offspring. Uh, I don't remember the song. I've already forgot, but it's... Off one of America. Once You Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More montage. Well, I always enjoy these. They're fun. We kind of come to the night of the party. Yeah. It's just like the one at the beginning of the film. Yeah. It's nothing great, as you say. The guys kind of realize that... You you did miss, so Michelle and They did the Jim, breakup thing. Yeah, they, yes, they thank did this you. whole breakup the day of the party before it happens. Yeah. And she storms out at, before she says, like, you're the most amazing yeah. sex I've ever had. You've got a huge penis. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, she's no like... No more anal sex. I'm like, leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, she leaves. Times change, and the boys realize it. There is a quote from Oz, though, as he tries to liven up the mood. Different doesn't have to mean worse, guys. Yeah, this is during the party. They go on the beach and sit on some beach wood mm-hmm. and have a little yep. bro powwow. Yep. And then there's a really awful shot after he says that where they all get together and they're like... It's a truly awful shot. <laughs> it's an awful shot and it's, it's really, really cringy. It's really funny. The music's awful at that yep. moment. It's bad. Yeah, so we've got that going on. They go back to the party. At this point, we get back to Jim. Nadia, there's like a lighthouse by their lake house. Mm-hmm. And Nadia's like, Jim, you want to go out here and kind of check out this lighthouse and he's like okay so jim's they're thinking you know we're, we're gonna have some action here so they get out there and as this is going on i can't remember what exactly happens but jim realizes he so he starts to tell a story that's like right one time at band camp and he stops himself and he stops himself and he's like michelle is his the lady for him not nadia yeah he's just a band kid that never went to band camp yep so that happens he basically ends up with gets back with Michelle, so that kind of wraps that up. Vicky and Kevin patch their relationship up somewhat. They become friends. They become friends, yeah, right. Yeah, like, her date mm-hmm. passes out. They're okay with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Her date looks ridiculous. Nadia realizes she needs to find her door, her band geek, and who's who's free but the Shermanator. And they're a match made in Geek Kevin. Stifler's brother. Stifler sends him out, because he's trying to pick up all the girls, and he's going he's, up Doing the same line. He's got the walkie-talkie they were using. Yeah, so he sends him out with a walkie-talkie to be on police patrol. That's right. Mm -hmm. So in case anyone shows up, and he's... Because he was scaring off all the ladies. Well, he was being a little... He was underage creep. A 13-year-old going up to all these college chicks trying to... They're all underage creeps. They are. He is talking on the walkie-talkie, complaining to Stifler about how he just wants to see some boobs and he wants to come back inside and who answers the call? That's right. One of the lesbians, quote unquote lesbians. <laughs> and somehow he is able to get them to come to the party. He brings them to Stifler and guess what? Stifler's dreams come true. He gets that threesome he wants. Mm-hmm. He gets the belt. That's right. Stifler, the champion. So that happens. Go. We already talked about this just a second ago, but we go back to uh, Jim. Petey gets his band camp lady. Jim and Michelle wind up together. As they do, it's shot very strangely. Three Doors Down is playing. It's the worst, <laughs> I would say, out of all the needle drops in this film. Like, most of it, it'll transport you and you feel really good about mm-hmm. it. And, like, not that it's, like, the best music, but it's do really you, fun. You guys feel good about Sum 41? I feel those tracks, man. This is a big misstep. It's, it's pretty bad. Bad track. Yeah. Bad lighting it's all weird i didn't like it it's it's a strange scene but finally towards the end of the film here stifler's mom does show up finch is going to need three days to uh i guess satisfy himself and her Mm -hmm. and all the boys get some action except minus kevin i don't think kevin gets any action nope no because he's just friends that's right but stifler gets his threesome oz and heather get get you know their sex on yeah Jim obviously gets uh, with Michelle. Michelle. We got Shermanator, Shermanator and Nadia. Nadia. So yeah, everybody's just happy, just sexing, feeling Except good. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year didn't didn't get it, but Stifler's mom, she's gonna get it. That's right. So really, Kevin's the only one that. I mean, it, it's good that he he is in friendship mode with Vicky, but I mean, he kind of gets what he deserves here. To be yeah. honest, he's a creep. He yeah. deserved to sit at a table mm-hmm. and film over. 
yeah, they drive away, Finch and Stifler's mom, and, you know, that's that. The boys drive away in their truck, summer's over, and we'll see what happens next in the lives of these what uh, group of young men. What life lessons did you take from this? College life is rough, man. I feel like we did all right. Too many threesomes? Too many threesomes and... and no, I didn't have any threesomes. But I can imagine what it would be like if I did, huh? I will go with my make them laugh moment is the hand, the glue to the hand. I just, I like that scene. Makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. As we talked about, the physical comedy of Jason Biggs there. Alien Ant Farm playing in the background. I enjoy that a lot. My high point of the film is the Michelle Branch montage. I live for that shit. Thank you. And my low point is the, 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 le the quote unquote lesbians. Uh, messing with the boys you touch we touch my high point yeah the i guess the masturbation glue scene is pretty funny i like the physical comedy there low point is the the cringy not so well aged humor my make them laugh is uh early in the film stifler says uh i'll give you a spoon to eat my ass nice and i think that's i like that that was a good good quote yeah melanie my high, I'm going to say probably, it's either the soundtrack or just Stifler. Mm. Both good choices. Yeah, because I, I do, it. I'm not saying this is like a great soundtrack, but it's very of the time, and sure. it, I have a lot of nostalgia it, for that. It brings you back to yeah, the yeah. high school times, well, or not, middle school yeah, times I was gonna for say you. not for me, yeah, <laughs> but right. yeah, it's it's good nostalgia for me. Uh, I would say my make them laugh is a line from Stifler. I wrote it down so I would say it right. So he's, <laughs> it's whenever... Uh, Finch is practicing his tantrum, mm -hmm. and he's watering a ficus plant. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't orgasm, but he like makes all these sounds as if yep. he's in the thralls of pleasure. Mm -hmm. That was it. And Stifler <laughs> looks at him. It's like they're all yep. sitting around a breakfast table, and he looks at him so disapproving, and he goes, "Finch, stay the fuck away from that ficus." <laughs> That's a jizz-free ficus. That's a jizz-free ficus, yeah. <laughs> Sean William Scott, the things he says are good, but like his... It's the, the delivery. His face, the way he... The reason why that yeah. scene is funny, he looks at him like like Finch mm -hmm. is a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, don't hurt that plant. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is like, it's not his house. It's not right. his plant. I just love <laughs> him. The fact that he knows it's a ficus. Yeah. I don't know why. Sure. It's just like, why would Stifler know that? It's, we don't know, but it's worth it. It's so funny. There's so many building blocks to that moment. Mm -hmm. And then my low, it's way too long. Humor that has aged very poorly. And this needs to be 80 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's 20 minutes that need to come out. Yeah. And I would say a big chunk of that is the lesbian scene. Sure. The band camp stuff goes mm -hmm. on for too long. There's too many gags there Definitely. that don't work. Yeah. And they're not needed. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I agree. I would say the first three of these, it's mm -hmm. a fun time. Yeah, they're, they're not great, but they're, they're yeah, fun. They're, they're worth uh, indulging in just yeah, to, sure. to have a good laugh. You need something to just watch and space out. Melanie, do we have a MFK? For this, we definitely do. All right. Mary, fuck, kill. Stifler, Finch, Jim. This is tough. Do you want him to go first? Yeah. I'm going to marry Stifler. I, he comes from money. Yeah, his family's loaded. He cracks me up. I think we got a lot of the same... Not he, really. He, Actually, he, we're very different. It'd be entertaining. It would be an interesting life. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck Finch. Okay. Because 
He got the tantric stuff going on. Like, I bet there's something weird going on. I think pleasing you would be a big priority. Sure. I'm going to kill Jim, which I like him more than the other two. I, I guess I'm just killing him because there's no good reason. Okay. I am going to marry Jim, and I'm going to fuck Stifler. I'm going to kill Finch. Interesting. We we just had a... I, this might be our first that me and you have ever... Like, three for three. I'm marrying Jim. He's, I think, he's stable. Yeah. He's the most husband character I of all of them. all of them, he's probably going to be the most successful right. if he does. Stifler, I'm effing just because I think he's funny. Look, Finch, yeah, I, I agree. He's a handsome dude, but like... Oh, I think he's the most attractive, but... Right. Like, but like here's the thing. Me, personally... I can't do the at, pretension. At times, I can be pretentious, not like him. At times? Okay, I'm sorry. I can be pretentious. You think two of you too two much? Two of us? Mm-mm. Too much. No, thank you. I would... I, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's done. The first time he says Voltaire. Uh-huh. Just stab him. Bye. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. That's too much. Do you have anything to add to those to those three? Is is it not to be graphic? What more could you want of like a one night stand that if a guy can make you laugh and make you come? Right. Yeah. What if they can make you come for three days? Listen, I'm marrying the funny and the sex, and we're gonna have so many. I. I mean, I guess it's four sons at that point. Mm. Yeah. I don't blame you. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think that Jim is probably the most stable husband material. I think, I think he, you know, loyal. And I think he'd still be funny. I think he'd still make me laugh. Sure. Awkward, yeah. but funny. You know he's going to do something dumb. Yeah. And, yeah, I think Stifler, I just think it would be a really good one-night stand. He's he's one-night stand material. Husband material. Mm. Well, each their own. But, yeah, Finch, got to go. Bye, Finch. Shipwreck. <laughs> we gotta close it out. All right. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Cinema Parlor. You can rate and review our show on iTunes. Uh, you can find us also on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me personally at Chuck Madden Jr. on Letterboxd. Esclover 84 on Letterboxd. Plastic Werewolf. On all social media. All right. Uh, This has been fun, and uh, enjoy the end of summer and the start of school year. Never found out why you left him, but this answer begs that question. Too blind to see tomorrow, too broke to beg or borrow. Young and stupid, left one.